The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 205 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Look at that, Brad Whisker. We made it through Monday. Painlessly. We <laughs> yeah. We're on Tuesday already. I know, right? That's exciting. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Yes, half the week done. And then... Uh, Thursday, you can see Friday from where you are, and then it's Friday. It is. And done. And done. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, uh, it is uh, Tuesday and not Monday. And on Mondays, we have uh, Todd Hirsch. Uh, call us in, you know, with the addition of uh, the hoot. Uh, but it's because yesterday was a holiday. We're going to have him at two thirty, and then you've got a guest booked for three o'clock that uh, might be quite interesting. Tell me about that. Yeah, a famous Hollywood actor. His name is Daniel Roebuck. He's been in uh, tons and tons of movies, including The Fugitive, uh, the somewhat sequel U.S. Marshals. Mm. The reason I say somewhat sequels, it had the same actors, but it's not. It wasn't The Fugitive Two. Okay, but same cast of characters, same premise. So he's. Uh, He's actually in town right now to promote Getting Grace. And the reason that that impacts Edmonton is he's going to have a bit of an advanced showing later this week. And he partnered with Park Memorial to bring this film to Edmonton. The, the so, funeral home? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to tie all those pieces together. So I'm guessing why. it's not a musical comedy then? No, not exactly. All right. But we're going to figure out why Daniel's in town and why he decided to partner up with Park Memorial and talk about his career as well. And I'm sure he'll have uh, tons of great stories. We should talk about acting in general with him because uh, it's an interesting profession that most people know very little about. Oh, absolutely. Emotionally painful. I think it's been described to me several times by actors. Well, and he's been doing this. I mean, The Fugitive came out early 90s. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, he's been doing this for he, a quarter He's century. one of those guys whose name you might not recognize, but if you Google it. Oh, yeah. You look at his picture, go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's like a Ben Gazzara. Like, yeah. you, people are like, ooh, and then you Google it. Oh, Ben Gazzara. Yeah, and his IMDb oh, it's huge. movie list is 60 films deep. It's longer it, than my criminal record. That's how big that is. Never... The star, and I don't mean that in a. I'm not trying to slight him at all, but he's right. he's not the number one guy in any of these movies, but plays a supporting role in almost every feature film he's been in. So here's what I know from uh, dealing with actors over the years: uh, you never refer the, to them as not the star. You say not the lead mm. because they could be uh, fair enough a star. A lot. I mean, there's actually Academy Awards for supporting actor and actress, right? So yeah. you don't have to be the star. You don't have to be the lead to be the star. Fair enough. There you go. We should have probably gone over this in the uh, pre. The theoretical pre-interview or pre-radio uh, show meeting that we're supposed to have. I was going to say, did we actually have one? Of no. Those? Who's got time for that? You are incredibly busy. How was your weekend? Um, pretty low key. Pretty low key. I, uh, I actually ended up getting sick. Oh really? Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. It was, Y'all it was better un- now? It was. Un- oh, I'm good. I'm good. It, it sucks getting a cold or some sort of in the flu summer. in the summer. Yeah, I know. And it's just been so hot. And I try to get comfortable. And you know, and you're you're dealing with this illness and. It just wasn't fun, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's been going around here, so I feel like I was just bound to catch it. Well, I have no sympathy for you, quite frankly. I'm sorry to hear that, so I guess I have a little sympathy for you. Um, But I worked all weekend. I did everything that I would typically do the last week of August before Comedy Festival tickets go on sale, I did over the weekend. So normally I would take a week to do it, and it's the only time that my wife and I, our responsibilities overlap. Mm -hmm. So it's a stressful week. So we reduced sure. it to a weekend. We worked until, and I'm not uh, kidding, six in the morning, 
So Friday night, we worked all night until 6 in the morning Saturday. Then Saturday night, we worked all night until 6 in the morning Sunday. And then Monday, we got a little more done in the afternoon, but we went to bed at a reasonable time. We had to break for the bachelorette. Oh, of course. And then uh, we were done, I think. So I think we've got all of that covered, including uh, some emails back and forth with uh, Chorus. It's funny to be their customer and work here as well. <laughs> You're not sure how, you know, what kind of tone you can take with the sales department? Right, and you were just talking to me about this in our... <laughs> yeah. Pre-show meeting. That's right. Uh, about how you'll want to be uh, and should be joining Bruce during uh, yes. or before the festival gets going. And I told well, you that I'd book you in for which I appreciate because this week now many people may not know this, but uh, let's uh, shed some light on this. So typically, you produce both uh, Bruce's morning show and the afternoon news, yes. which makes for a long day. It does uh, but given the schedule, it's summer and. Uh, and Ulrich has uh, taken a job in sales or something. Uh, you're producing all three shows this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to be death, walking By about 2.30 today. Yep. All right. Well, I'll uh, handle the uh, heavy uh, lifting for you then. Uh, you mentioned the heat. Heat warnings issued uh, because of the very high temperatures we're expecting. Some forecasts saying that we could be... Thir- well, Jesse says 34 on Friday. Environment Canada says 36. So we'll average that and say 35. And again, just a reminder... Uh, any extended period with maximum daily temperatures reaching or exceeding 29 degrees and minimum overnight temperatures of 14 degrees cause a uh, heat warning to be issued. So as is usually the case, limit your time outdoors, wear light clothing, uh, take frequent breaks, drink water, all that kind of stuff. It's going to get hotter and hotter as the week goes on. Uh, so, hey, i got a question for you. Shoot. So I saw this article, and typically it's the kind of article, and you said it to me, so you probably saw it too, where you read it and... Uh, think nothing more of it and then about an hour later you start thinking about it and you go back and reread it and then you start thinking about it some more and then you know by the next day you're angry so i want to ask our listeners and you can chime in at 6 30 or give us a call at 496-0063 our preference by the way always calls oh yeah it's better radio to hear someone's voice absolutely then you can hear their passion and you know Exactly. You don't have to dub over what they've said over text. Right. You don't have to use caps or, or bold or anything like that. Yell into the microphone when they're really just sitting on their couch or enjoying a beverage on just, their back deck right. going, I, I really don't like it that much. Right. But then we've, I hate it. It's terrible. Well, we yell it if it's all in caps, right? Because right. that's the deal. So here's the story. And it's, like I say, it, it sort of collects speed as you think about it. A former employer, and I, employee, I should say, and I, I, I should say, I should credit CBC, they're uh, who had this story in the first place. A former uh, employee of Cadillac Fairview, and they're a company that runs malls all throughout the country. And I know down in Calgary, two of the malls that they run is uh, Market Mall and uh, Chinook Center, two malls that I go to when I'm in Calgary. Chinook, because it's uh, like two blocks from my hotel, and I've been going for years. And they, uh, this former employee says that there was a system installed to track cell phone movement throughout the mall in order to collect market research. So, first of all, you think, oh, that's pretty cool technology. Um, but then you start to think, well, really, who else collecting information about my movement? This mall is, you know, this company is saying, yeah, we do it in malls. But you start wondering, well, who else collecting information? But again, a phone's a phone is a phone. So if they don't know who you are, do we care? That's my first question, that they're collecting information. But then the story deepens or darkens. So it turns out at Chinook, at least, for sure, that they also have at those signs, you know, where you, the you are here signs, and you can look over a list of services and figure out where you want to go in the mall, that they had installed cameras. And the cameras had facial recognition software. So... 
now they can track your phone and put a face to it. So that and the and the idea again is that the the various cameras throughout the mall, I suppose, would keep picking up your face and recognize it, so they would know how long you were in the mall and where you went to when you were in the mall and. Uh, what stores you went by, what stores you stopped at but didn't go in, that sort of thing. So they could judge a lot of things, store displays, um, shopability, uh, all that kind of stuff. Now, in the past, you'll recall, if you're as old as me, that there used to be a guy at the door with a little clicker, and he would just stand there sometimes and click. So as people leave, he clicks this, as people come in, he clicks this, and they would get an idea in general terms of how many people were coming in and, and leaving and then do an average and say, well, on average, they stayed this long, right? But this is the next level or a level beyond the next level. Now, some privacy experts have pointed out that the phone information, which has a MAC address, and that's the same as your computer, um, the IP address can be one thing, but the MAC address is specific to your device. So there is a way for people smarter than you and I, Brad, to get that MAC address and figure out your identity. So now what we've got is we've got your phone, we've got your name, and we've got your face, and we've got it all to keep track of what you're doing in the mall. So the question becomes, do we care? Now, people have complained uh, to the appropriate levels of government that this is an invasion of privacy and it's under investigation, but there's not been a ruling yet. But do you care? If you're going into a public space, is there an expectation of privacy? And does that expectation include not having your phone, your face, and your name known to the owners of the building? Well, I'm concerned now because I'm having flashbacks to last week when somebody tried to commit identity theft and fraud on me and tried to acquire credit cards. My thing for me is... Do I spend enough time in a mall on any given day, regardless of what I'm doing, even at Christmas time, I'm in and out. I mean, it's I have a designed route I'm taking. I know where I'm going and I'm getting the heck out of there. I do have a concern, though. Should I arrive in one of those spots where they have a camera, they get my face, they see me in front of this store, and then if that information gets leaked out, fraudsters can figure out well he was in this store at this time he used a debit or a credit card or however the the payment Maybe. method and then it takes even another step to identity theft potential fraud being committed i understand why the mall is doing this siri had a uh, it sounded like siri wanted to answer my question <laughs> there's um, your phone again that's funny i do I do have Siri a problem wants with to this. deny her involvement in this, right. probably. I do have a problem with it. It's concerning, the fact that you're just going into the mall to, which is generally a relaxed experience. You're in the mall just buying whatever you need to buy, and then you're going home. So let me ask you this. You don't seem, you seem somewhat upset, but not terribly upset. So my question would be, if, if you, the listener, are not upset, say, you fall in the category of, I don't care. They can keep track. I understand why they're doing it. Should you be warned? Yes. Because in this particular case, Markham and Chinook, um, there are no signs warning that they're collecting this information. So typically in a public space, they may say that there's security cameras, which I believe these two malls do, um, that we have security cameras present and you may be captured by camera. But they're not going so far as to say what they're doing with it. So when you see that sign, you think, well, yeah, malls have security cameras. Obviously, if I walk in front of a camera, I'm going to be captured on video. But it doesn't warn that we're also tracking your phone and doing facial recognition. It's not to the same extent, but it's like when you call 
one of say your your debit card or your 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 phone company or your your cable provider they say this call may be recorded for quality assurance right obviously that is at a much lower degree than your face being you know captured and them tracking your cell phone but a warning would be nice i think i i feel like that's that that should be the 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 well, I'd be curious to see what our listeners think at 63630, or give us a call, as I say. We always prefer phone calls over uh, text, six nine, or 496-0063. My problem is that if the malls in question, and I'm sure this company is not the only one who's doing this kind of thing, and probably malls are not the only place this is happening, but my problem is not their intended use. I understand their intended use. They want to understand um, what their customer enjoys doesn't enjoy they want to come up with some demographic data on who's going to what store that all helps them sell and it all helps them position products and store displays and everything else to help the consumer buy right which is helpful uh, to the consumer you and i my problem is as soon as the technology like this exists and is in use that no one's really watching how they're using it no regulation right so there's no security on the data that you know i don't know or at least i don't know what the security on the data is i don't know that they won't come up with another um, method or, or they won't come up with another use for the data i don't know that they're not Uh, analyzing the data in terms of race or sex or a lot of other things that I may may or may not want identified to a stranger that I didn't agree to. And I have a problem with the fact they're not warning anyone. Right. And who else are they providing that data to? Sure. What are the, who are they outsourcing it to? If they are, I especially need to know that, what sort of analytics they're providing. If it's to individual shops within the mall, that's understandable. That seems to be the purpose for their, their own needs and then the stores operating within their facility. But once you get a hold of data on any on anyone in any capacity in any company well there's always a risk right the the breach the breach risk is massive yeah i mean think about the cra gets breached all the time uh ahs i think uh, got breached that was through a theft of a laptop there's other companies that have been breached um cbc got breached that's why i have free equinox for a year because they got breached right right so those are firms that you would expect a high level there'd be an expectation of a high level of security and my question becomes well is you know they got breached with a high level of security so am i trusting the mall right you know to keep that information safe what is high level to you right because at a place like ahs a government-run organization you would think their security is pretty high up there yes a mall yeah, There's exactly. a difference there. And here's the other thing. Uh, apparently, there is a way to turn that off on your phone. So there apparently is a way that if you don't agree to uh, be tracked while shopping in the mall, you can turn it off on your phone or block it, whatever the technology is. But apparently, at these two malls, that information is not readily available. And I don't know who would think to turn it off if they haven't been told that the data is being collected in the first place. Right. You're not walking into a mall and turning your phone on airplane mode. Right. Just Which, because you don't want to be bothered while yeah. you're at the mall. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. We have to take a break. We're past uh, time. We'll take a look at your text. Give us a call at 496 if you want to. And we'll pursue your privacy. Coming right up. Well, it uh, looks like this is something you care about, and rightfully so. We were talking about uh, information being gathered at malls. In this particular case, two malls in Calgary, the Chinook Mall and Market Mall. And by the way, uh, the company that manages uh, the malls, uh, Cadillac Fairview, has said that they've discontinued this practice while the investigation is ongoing to see whether or not they did violate any privacy rules. Uh, but in the meantime, it's hard to say 
what malls are doing it, what malls aren't doing it. Over on the texting line, uh, I've been a victim of identity theft in the last month, and this kind of stuff just adds to more issues, says Randy. By the way, and I know you had that situation last week. Well, Carol had it over the weekend. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah, went to uh, went online for no particular reason. I call it women's instinct uh, or whatever. She has a credit card she doesn't use. There's no balance on it. And for whatever reason, uh, she went online and checked the balance, and there's a $2 charge on there. Just to see if it works. I guess so. And yeah. it was a gamer. They've, uh, they've, we've canceled the account. There's a new card coming. It was a gamer in Sacramento, California, who had bought something on some online video game, War of, War of something? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. And, uh, but her number, her expiry date, and according to Visa... They're, they just randomly try numbers and expiry dates on a, you know, algorithm until they get a hit, and apparently they got a hit. But now, it's no big deal. She doesn't use that card. But, it, I mean, it is a big deal. Our credit card number got stolen. It's a big deal that it happened. It's a less of a big deal because it was a $2 charge and you were able to figure it out. That's right. what I'm trying to say. Right. Kind of like me. Like, I got really lucky in the sense that... There were multiple credit card applications made in my name, but, nothing but fortunately, issued. none of them went yeah. through, and they were not racking up massive amounts of debt on my cards. Well, and again, just another great reminder to everybody to go online and check your accounts on a regular basis. Uh, but anyways, with regard to this lack of privacy, this texture from Killam says, any difference than when you're shopping Amazon? There is, and when I first read your text, I thought, yeah, great point. When you're shopping Amazon, they know who you are, where you live, what your credit card number is, so they actually have more information. Um, but the two differences would be uh, they don't know... Well, I was going to say they don't know how long... I, sh I guess they know how long I was on their website browsing. They know where... I yeah, I guess you're right. It's a lot like Amazon. There's just this expectation that when I'm in my home... Yeah. <laughs> you know that they're not... I'm in my home, and nobody else is. Right. Uh, one of their likely intended uses is to identify people responsible for theft, says this texter. Warning is useless when the only solution, if you don't agree, is not to go in. Um, yeah, it's not about theft for them. I mean, possibly they could use it, I suppose, to look at theft. But by their own admission, it's not about theft at all. It's about uh, collecting shopping habit uh, data, demographics of who their shoppers are, that sort of thing. Uh, and this text uh, from Camrose, I fall in the category of A, angry and pissed off. There should be a sign showing that they're doing this as you walk into the mall. Totally agree. Uh, if you're not using Wi-Fi or their app, they will not get your MAC address. Easy solution. Don't use their app and don't use their Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, it's not people uh, on their Wi-Fi. That is not how they, according to this uh, investigative story, um, you don't have to download their app, you don't have to log on to their Wi-Fi for them to be able to read your MAC address. But even then, even if it was based on that, who walks into a mall without knowing and turning off their Wi-Fi, well, right? That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. And I know there was a couple of texts about uh, VPNs, uh, virtual private networks. Um, yeah, I have the ability to throw all of my, uh, my phone, my tablet, and my laptop to a VPN. Uh, I would suggest that most people don't. Most people don't even know what it is. And even those who do would not remember or think to, to use a VPN because they're going to the mall to shop, especially when nobody's telling them that potentially data is being collected. Uh, your texts go on and on. Uh, Mac addresses are easily spoofed. Yep, again, leave your phone in your car, turn off your phone. Sure, relax in a mall. What malls do you go to, ask Bob? Um, 
And this, you know you're at the end of civilization, civilization, civilization's democratic cycle when it's even a question, is it okay to give up our personal freedom, says Grant. Um, and this, this is a national security issue and should be halted in the best interest of our country and citizens. It should be up to government to make laws so they protect uh, their country's citizens so that our info does not get funneled outside of the country and used for criminal intrusion. I like my personal life private just because I need something that is available only in a store or out in the public eye, so to speak. Does that mean I have to lose my personal privacy and have my life infringed upon this is a criminal invasion of privacy. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.